pastors visiting us. So we bless you. And thank you. Father God, we thank you today that we have the privilege and the blessing to gather together. Lord Jesus, we pray your anointing in this place. Come, Holy Spirit. Amen. Fill this place and our hearts with your presence today. Let this be a place of the miraculous today. Standard living in your house. So, Father God, we, we just pray your anointing, your blessing. We love you, Lord, and we give you the glory today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, it's just good to come. Wasn't that praise good? Everybody's ready for Christmas. <laughs> the guys should have went shopping yesterday. Maybe they'll go next Saturday. You know, <laughs> don't don't get in a hurry. Let me read you a little tidbit here. Wildlife is disappearing around the world in the oceans and on the land. The main cause on the land is perhaps humans are taking over too much of the planet, erasing what was there before. Climate change and other pressures make survival harder. This next week, nations are meeting in Montreal to negotiate a new agreement to address the staggering declines in biodiversity. The future of many species hangs in the balance. Let me tell you what that's about, so they can put more control on us. They want to shut us down again. And another thing here, in Canada, all, they have already, they're euthanizing 10,000 people a year and they want to expand their program. Listen, that's our world. That's why we keep praying for the kingdom of God to come and increase more. We're not in fear, but we need to be aware of what, what is going on around the nations. And Facebook, we welcome you today. Sweden, Ohio, I don't know. Melissa, I know you're on there. So anyway, bless the Lord. I'm glad you're here. Well, Hanukkah starts tonight. Through the 26th, the Feast of Dedication, the Miracle of Oil and Light. You know, with only enough supply for one day. There's people like that today. Only enough supply. But the oil lasted eight days. Come on, if God's on your oil, it'll last. And I, whether it's Christmas, whether it's your money, whether it's health, whatever it is, we've got to believe him for it. If he could keep that menorah burning for eight days on one day's supply, he can meet our needs. And he will if we'll press in and believe him for that. Father, in the name of Yeshua, the light of the world, help us serve one another as Yeshua served us. Thank you. For this miracle of provision of oil and light. Of overcoming our enemies. Then at the feast of dedication. John 10. Jesus said. And it was winter. He was in the temple courts walking there. When Jesus spoke again to the people. He said. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. 
but will have the light of life. We've got to keep believing Him. We've got to keep pressing into Him. We've, we've got to get to really know this God we talk about, we sing to. And Lord, we just bless you today. I've got uh, two or three psalms here I'd like to just read, and I don't know if, I guess Leah's worked a miracle back up there because I didn't give them to her until just a while ago. Psalm 29.1. We just need to be real worshipers of God all the time. It's just easy to think about. It's easier to think about what's wrong. And those are old habits. It's a habit. It's a habit. You create new habits. I changed two things in my, we call it a medicine cabinet, where I got my shaving stuff. I got something that was too tall to fit where I usually kept it. And I switched two things. And it took me a month to get where I'd reached the right place for my shaving cream. But that was just a habit. So I've created a new habit. So we've got to quit worrying about the old, what's wrong. Somebody will talk about what's wrong. I said, would you just stop and tell me what's right? Come on. I learned from Don Weber years ago. Some of you remember him. He said, just say, we don't have a complaint department. Come on. You don't have time to listen to all of whatever's wrong. Psalms 29.1, ascribe, give credit to the Lord, O sons of the mighty. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. Worship the Lord in holy array. We need to give Him praise. We need to give Him thanks. Come on. Everybody say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Oh me. Now it's oh me or amen. So come on. If you're quiet, I'm on. It's oh, all right. Come on. Help me. Psalms 31, 19. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up. Now is this not a promise, which you have stored up for those who fear you? which you have wrought for those who take refuge in you before the sons of men. That's a promise. How great is your goodness, which you've stored up for those who fear you. Lord, I walk in the fear of you. And I thank you for the things you have stored up for me, what you have stored up for us, which you have wrought. Lord, we seek refuge in you. Where else would you go? Listen, we've tried everything else and we know it doesn't work. Come on, that's why we come to God. That's why we know who He is. And, and He's got such a plan and purpose. That Psalms, uh, did I give you 107? Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for He is good. His loving kindness is everlasting. And let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Come on, can you say so? Those who's redeemed from the hand of the adversary. <clears throat> Lord, we give you praise. Philippians uh, 4, 4 is some of the first scriptures I memorized years ago. You know, just coming before the Lord. Just giving Him thanks. 
crying out to him with praise and thanks. And, and it says, In the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your heart and your mind. Then he talks about think on these things, these things you've learned and heard and seen in me. Do. And you know, when I think about that, I think about Paul in prison, maybe on his knees writing that, saying, God, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. God, you will supply all my needs according to your riches and glory because I'm sowing into your kingdom. You're sowing into mine. Isn't that not an amen? But we are way too cool. We're too casual. We're too laxed. It's hard to even raise our hands. Lord, we choose to bless you. I, I dare to say every person in here, you have more than you ever dreamed you'd have. And yet we're not... <coughs> that stuff doesn't satisfy us. I'm telling you, He created us with a need that only He can meet. And the sooner we realize that, and only He can do it, I can't do it for you and you can't do it for me. Only He can. She can't do it for you. He can't do it for you. But He can. <coughs> Excuse me. Lord, we choose to honor you, the one who chose us before the foundation of the world. The Apostle John in Revelation, who in life, at the Last Supper, laid his head on Jesus' chest. When he saw him in the book of Revelation as the resurrected king, he said he fell at his feet as dead. That's the Jesus we serve. That's the one who we need to fix our eyes on, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of God. That's the Jesus that we sang about this morning. Aren't you thankful to be a follower of His, a seeker of His? He said, just seek me first. Seek me first. And we just, if we get everything else done, sometimes. But let me tell you, it's a habit that we've got to continue to bring. Lord, I want to, whether I'm working Whatever I'm doing, I can do it in your presence because you said to seek you first. We can do these things. Lord, what about the one that went to the cross for us, the one who purchased you? How about the one, worship the one that you said, Lord, you can do with me whatever you want to do. That's really what it meant when you got saved. We just didn't know it. We didn't understand it that way, Lord. What do you worship? Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's your money. Maybe it's the world. Maybe it's what you don't have. Everybody worships something. What controls your thoughts? What do we seek first? There's a couple of scriptures. James 4, 5. I want us to look at this. 
It's one of those scriptures you can read over real easy. <clears throat> or do you think that the scripture speaks to no purpose? He jealously desires the spirit which he has made to dwell in us. The Lord, jealousy, desires <clears throat> the Holy Spirit that He has put in us to stay connected with Him. He desires that. Now, can you put it up in the Passion Translation? <clears throat> Does the Scripture mean nothing to, say, to you that says the Spirit that God breathed into our hearts is a jealous lover who intensely desires to have more and more of us? I'm telling you, that's the hound of heaven. He will not stop if he belongs to you. If his spirit lives in you, he's going to continue working and drawing you. We must realize the Holy Spirit Spirit pursues us resentlessly. He doesn't stop. He comes after us. Lord, I thank you that you don't give up on us. 2 Corinthians 5.15 A verse I, I don't remember how I got on that this week. And I've thought about it. I didn't plan on really mentioning it today, but I know this morning even I was just reading, praying, and the Lord just kept bringing this scripture to me because it's just easy to pass over it. And he, Jesus, died for all, all mankind, so that they who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. <clears throat> he died for us, so that we might no longer live for ourselves. And let me tell you, that's, that's a trouble with probably every one of us. We're more concerned about us than we are about Him. We're more concerned about our kingdoms, our business, our job, our family, than we are about Him and His kingdom. Is He not Lord of all? It's getting quiet in here. Come on. Rhonda, can you not say amen? amen. Okay, all right. How well do you know this jealous lover, the Holy Spirit? The one Jesus sent. The one just like Jesus. That you've got one just like Jesus that lives within you, goes with you wherever you go, and wants to guide you and lead you. And sometimes, you know, that, well, that thought I had, I get way on down the day and I realize, oh, that was God. I wish I'd have took that other road now. It's easy to look back on it. But he wants to lead us. I had a preacher friend. He said one morning, he was laying in bed and said, the devil was tormenting him. Telling him he needed to get up. He said, well, God hadn't told me to get up. He said, I heard the Holy Spirit say, I don't have to tell you everything. You know, so we, we can't blame everything on, God, you didn't tell me. I mean, every answer I've ever needed is in the book. 
And it's great when you go take a test and you get an open book test. Come on. We've got that. you got to get to know this jealous lover. He's a jealous lover. It's easy to worship here. But worship has got to be lifestyle. It's okay to in your house to say, Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, something's going wrong. Just have a Holy Ghost praise time. Just praise Him. Praise Him. Say, behind closed doors. You've got to learn to praise Him behind closed doors. He is Lord of all. He's Lord when everything isn't right. He's, he uses everything to try to make us right. You, if you decide the things that have happened, God knew about them all along the way. And He's given us the grace to walk through them. <clears throat> Anyone know who uh, Chris Beard is? Chris Beard uh, coached basketball at Texas Tech a few years ago. He's a real up-and-comer, great coach. Then Texas hired him. He's their coach. I believe this is his first or second year there. Making $5 million a year. 49 years old. I mean, just coming right into the height of his career. He's a popular guy. Everybody wants him. He knows how to coach the young guys. But you know what? He's been in the papers. Because in the middle of the night, his fiance says he's choked me. They've called. The authorities come in. They jailed him. Listen, I don't care who you are. Behind closed doors, there's a lot of stuff goes on in houses that's not right. There's a lot of stuff goes on in Christian houses that's not right behind closed doors. If you'll start praising the Lord, and listen, it doesn't take two. You just make a stand on your own and say, as for me, I'm going to serve the Lord. You, somebody's got to make a stand. It's good when two can agree together. But I know some of you ladies and there's some men, you're by yourself. And you just got to say, no, this is it. I remember my grandmother Freeman told me, I don't remember what was going on, something with her and my grandfather. It didn't take much church to do him. He was a guy, he said, I never went to sleep though on a man preaching, Henry. But he said, I went to sleep on a lot of them trying. But he'd go once in a while. But there was something going on and he wanted to go to it and they were out away from home and she just said, no, I'm not going. That's not what God wants me to do. I'm not going. Somebody's got to make a stand. Behind closed doors. That man's career is uh, maybe gone for a while. Or oh, somebody will hire him back because he's good. But it's not for us. God has come. He's a holy God. And you think a holy God's going to live in you and not make you holy? He's going to make you like Him. <clears throat> and you can put it off. You can pass it by and you can take this same test again next year. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> There's stuff you just have to get dealt with. 
Deal with it. Just deal with it. It's not going to happen in my house. Scripture says the Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men from his dwelling place. He looks out on the inhabitants of the earth. You want to judge your spirituality? Judge it by your home. Judge it by yourself when you're all alone. When nobody else can see you, what, what you do. And I thank you, Lord, Holy Spirit, you, he'll catch us. He catches me on a wrong thought. He does. That's wrong. He knows how many hairs on a person's head. He knows all about us, doesn't he? But you know, let me tell you. I know we can be spiritual, we can be anointed, but you cannot depend on yesterday's anointing. You can't do it. Look at Samson. Delilah said, Oh, the Philistines are upon you. Samson? He awoke from his sleep and said, I'll go out as at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Behind closed doors, he got a haircut. I'm telling you, there's stuff going on now. God wants to clean the church up first. The church is what's wrong with the world. This world condition, we can cry out about it and we need to be praying about it. But it's on the church. It's on we pastors because we have not declared the right thing. It's still Jesus Christ and Him crucified. It still took His death. We need to focus on the cross. We need to ask God to give us a picture of that, to bury the cross in our hearts and lives, that we'd come back to the living Christ. That verse I read a while ago, the one He, he died for us all so that we would live for Him. But we've made Jesus almost, he's our servant now. Still, amen. It's still true. See, Christianity is to be 24-7. If he's not Lord, ask the Holy Spirit. I want to make Jesus Lord of all in my life. It's not just for today. It's for every day. I'll need him just as much tomorrow as I've ever needed him. I need him that much today. Every day we need him. We're dependent on him. We're not sufficient in ourselves. That's why we've failed all the tests that we have failed. We just bless you, Lord. And many are caught up. Christians are caught up. And they really think they don't need the church. They think they can minister apart from the church. Some have played the age card. They think they're too old. Some are caught up in what they call ministry. Ephesians 1.22 says, And he put all things in subjection under his feet, and he gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills in all. Now, God made Jesus the head over all things to the church. And the church is his body. So how can you have a ministry and separate it? 
I'm not saying you can't have a ministry. I'm, it says seek ye first the kingdom of God. But there's people that just have wrote the church off. Listen. It was his idea. He brought it up. And the church is going to be the restraining factor. The church needs to be, we need a revival in the church, in the earth that changes the culture of the world. We need to have one in Skytook that will change Skytook. We've had great revivals where people have got revived, but it needs to keep going further until it changes our region. He is the head. We can't separate him. What's the fruit of your life? Which is more important, your Bible reading or your praying? If you just had one hour to live, would you read or pray? Well, we need to have both. We need to have both. I told one day at one of our pastors' meeting, I said something about reading's easy. He said, yeah, prayers work when you really pray. It takes your time. But you'll get revelation. You don't know, maybe not right at that time, but it'll, it'll just keep crying out to him. Well, let me see if I can read you one more passage out of Philippians. And this is Paul's great story, the third chapter. And he talks about being raised as a Pharisee and circumcised as a child. And the Pharisees are the one that, and the Sadducees are the one that want to put, put Jesus to death. Paul was a Pharisee. He says, let me see, uh, let me start with uh, verse 6. As to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to the righteousness which is in the law, I was found blameless. It'd be something if we could say, Lord, I'm, I'm blameless today, standing before you. He wants us to be, no, not condemned. He wants us to be free of guilt, condemnation, shame. But Paul, as far as keeping the law, said, I was blameless. Verse 7. But whatever things were gained to me, <clears throat> those things I have counted as lost for the sake of Christ. Listen, Paul was somebody in the world. He was a religious leader, but I, I believe he, he was a man of reputation and fame. They would not have given him an assignment and authority to go persecute the church without him being somebody. So he, he was one of the high moguls. More, more than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish so that I may gain Christ. There was not a whine in him about what he had lost. And you know what? You, if you've served God very long, you look back on some of the things that you felt like God had you lay down, and you're really glad you're not carrying that around now. And may be found in Him, 
not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith. It still takes faith. The righteousness which comes through from God on the basis of faith and that I may know Him. We talk to you about continue to press in, continue to gain. And that's why I said so many have plateaued. But see, the Word of God says we can't. We have to continually press in. There's more out there for us. That I may know Him and the power of His resurrection, the fellowship of His suffering, being conformed to His death in order... See, you've got to be conformed to his death in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Paul wasn't saying, now look at all I've done. So it's all good. No, he says, I want to be conformed to him so I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. All the stuff won't do it for us. Not that I've already obtained. Now he's just writing another book of the Bible for us. Not that I've already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on so I may lay hold of that for which also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. You've got to press into Jesus to find out really what he's got for you. That's what he's saying. I, I want what he's got for me. I'm, I'm, I'm beseeching him for that. Lord, we cry out to you. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind, reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Where's Jesus at in your heart and life? How does he fit into your plans? Listen, you better ask him how you can fit into his plan instead of trying to get him to fit into yours. If you'll find out what God's doing, and a brother told me that probably 50 years ago. He said, why don't you find out what God's doing and just join him? I'm telling you what, life will be a lot simpler. It'll be a lot simpler if you'll let him, Lord, it's your day. What's, what's the schedule? Instead of, God, I need, I've got a God and a God and I... Maybe it's, Lord, what, what about today? What about today? There's a, there's a need every one of us have that only he can meet. And you know what? He keeps us that way. He keeps us that way because, you know what, we're his. That's that jealous lover, the Holy Spirit. Whew. Well, everybody else is doing It's not for you. It's just not for you. Just come walk with me. Come on, let's just stand up and bless the Lord. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we are here today to meet with you. Listen, if he's not Lord of all, if, you don't, if that Holy Spirit is not real in you, you need to come this morning. 
You can come and kneel and pray. You can come and get prayed for. But don't leave here without allowing that Holy Spirit to do in you what He wants to do. Lay you down in all you think that's so important. Come on, guys. Men, we're to be the leaders of our homes. You can't do it apart from God filling you with His Spirit. You can't run your business the way He wants it. We can't run the church apart from Him and His Holy Spirit. You want to have a good Christmas? You want your kids to have a good Christmas? Come make Jesus Lord of the house. Deal with that stuff that's not right behind closed doors. Those hard words. Anything we allow in the home, it's not of God. Lord, we exalt you. You've called to make us a holy people. Holy Spirit, have your way in each of us, Lord. I tell you, I need you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way No shame. No guilt. No condemnation. You can stand before God. That's why He wants us to stand before Him. A parent doesn't want your child to be afraid of you. They want them to respect you and mind you, but God wants us to know Him, but not to be take Him for granted. That's overly familiar with someone you don't know. Come on, there's more. There's more behind closed doors. This jealous lover, the Holy Spirit, just yield to Him this morning. You make that decision. Give it home back to God. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Come on, just worship Him. Worship Him. Let Him hear your voice this morning. If you can't worship Him, you need to be at the altar with these guys. Lord, we bless you. We honor you. We cry out to you. Lord, we're desperate for you. Let the fire fall, let the wind blow, let the glory come down. I'm rebuked when I lay hands on my wife and she's still hurting. Lord, your kingdom come. We want to walk with you. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Now, someday we're going to stand before him. There'll be more people there than here today. Your glory. Your glory fall in this house today, Lord.
somebody give Jesus praise. We sang many songs about Jesus this morning. Jesus. Jesus, we need you. Jesus. Holy Spirit, you have freedom here. that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Being conformed to his death. We bless you, Lord. Any other words this morning? Some... Somebody come and tell me what God's told you this morning. Everybody can leave. No guilt, no fear, no condemnation. No condemnation because of Spirit of life in Christ Jesus sets us free from the law of sin and death. You've got to know those him to stand against the scheme that comes against us in Jesus' name. Well, everybody bring somebody back with you at 6 o'clock now. I don't want to have to eat leftovers for too long. Everybody know what you're supposed to bring? Bring a side and a dessert. That's not your wife, Alan, that you're talking about. Isn't God good? I love you and bless you. Get regrouped this afternoon. Bring somebody with you. Lord, we thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.